0: CHRO Open House Compensation and Moonlighting. An open house with members of the India CHRO Forum. Conclusions Paper, January 2023. Compensation is a critical factor in any individual's choice of career path, particularly at junior levels. As the new financial year approaches, HR heads worldwide must contend with compensation-related issues, particularly in terms of increments. At the same time, with attrition elevated across sectors, many are struggling to either hire or retain talent. A recent India CHRO forum session in Mumbai, organized as a freewheeling peer-to-peer exchange, brought out learnings, perspectives, and best practices. This paper summarizes these discussions trends in the manufacturing sector variable pay in the manufacturing sector tends to stay within well defined bands however pay hikes are becoming bigger with job switches often expecting 50 to 60% increases the sector is also finding it harder than ever to attract and retain it r and d and engineering talent primarily owing to rising competition both from direct competitors and from it companies the most commonly cited HR issues in manufacturing pertain to demands for flexible hours and hybrid work. Pay hikes in FY24 are expected to average 9-10.5%, to 10.5%, excluding the blue collar segment. Top talent may receive hikes of up to 25%, while low performers are likely to receive 4-6% to 6% increases. There will also be a strong focus on retention Some organizations are even looking to issue bonds mandating a minimum of three to four years of service as a means to retain talent. One company takes a more holistic approach to retention. It leverages its strong employer brand, focusing on its large homegrown management cadre and prioritizing internal succession. Financial Services For financial services firms, market conditions have tilted sharply in favor of employees and talent is in short supply. Given the rising focus on digitalization, technology and digital are particularly hot skills, attracting 70-80% to 80% pay hikes. Yet while it remains a challenge to hire new workers, attrition rates are down from approximately 20% during the pandemic to approximately 13-14% to 14% today. Further, variable pay ratios withstood at about two times the long-term average in FY22, have fallen to 1.5 times this year, which was FY23. The majority of BFSI companies expect only limited increases in their overall wage bill this year. Wealth management companies are an exception, however, with many firms seeing their competitors offering up to 200% pay hikes to new joinees. BFSI's follow a strong pay for performance philosophy, but some are tinkering with these models at the edges. One asset management company has adopted a two-fold approach. It gives performance-based merit increases while correcting salaries for those who have been promoted internally to match market levels. It expects to keep most increments in the 9-10% range, leaving bandwidth both to reward high performers and to make any internal adjustments. Partly as a result, attrition is down from 18-19% to in 2020 to 16% currently. However, for many businesses, compensation is not the only or even the main solution to the problem of attrition. Younger workers, in particular, have some very specific expectations of their organization, which requires businesses to take a very different tack with them. Another AMC follows a strategy of hiring disproportionately from Tier 2 colleges, grooming and training them, and paying out additional benefits for staying with the company for more than three years. Insurance companies are seeing high rates of churn, particularly in the sales, investment and actuarial functions. One major life insurer has built its compensation strategy around differentiating pay for hypers, giving them increments that are approximately 8-10% to 10% higher than those paid to average performers. Additionally, anticipating potential challenges, it has bumped up the base salaries of its feet-on-street workers to match the overall company-wide median. Further afield, firms across sectors are exploring ways to attract and retain talent. Many are looking to differentiate pay more highly for their hypos, and some are even exploring separate bonus payouts for such individuals. On the other hand, many are struggling to get workers back to office. To enable this, one company offers rental support to those living within a 30-minute weekday drive to office or those moving back from their hometowns. Attrition has pulled up across the board, especially within the IT function. It has also accelerated in industries such as pharmaceuticals, where it had all but gone away during the pandemic. This was thanks to the promise of secure jobs, no salary cuts, and the fact that farmer workers rightly believed that their work was making a difference. For now, however, much of this uptick is of the desirable kind. One company reports that healthy attrition accounted for about two-thirds of this year's approximately 23% attrition rate. At the same time, few of our members and almost no manufacturers see moonlighting lighting as an issue of concern to them. However, most believe that employment models will continue to evolve, and moonlighting, particularly if safeguarded by confidentiality agreements, could soon become a viable option for many employees across sectors. Thank you.